0: Totally thought that he was intentionally made to look like Ganon <laughs> because he does. At the end of, I think it's when you die
1: in Zelda 2. They do like that outline yeah. of Ganon. Yeah, it's and just it was- like that. That's what I was thinking. And he laughs at you. Yeah. He gets yeah. <laughs>
0: Everybody, welcome to Elder Speak, the official podcast of ElderGeek.com. I'm your host Randy, and with me this week is uh, Gavin, uh, who's going to be taking over the news. And as a special guest this week, we're going to have Phil Summers from Uh You're listening to issue number 35. And uh, Gavin, uh, well, actually, let's just say our hellos first. Phil, go ahead and say hi. Hi,
1: hello everybody. Uh, it's great to be here. Hope you guys are doing well and uh, looking forward to this show. Yeah. So.
0: yeah. Oh, and, and for those of you who are actually listening to this on iTunes, who aren't going to be able to see the hot legs below, uh, that's s h a m o o z a l dot com. Thank you. Yeah,
1: it's a, it's a mouthful.
0: <laughs> it's I'm I'm glad I you know I'm glad I read that right. I'm I'm surprised you didn't like go um it's Shamuzel or <laughs> Shamuzel.
1: I, I get them all. I like get shamwuzzle.
0: Awesome. Awesome. Um, And this week we're actually going to be talking about, uh, we're going to actually get talking about schmoozle.com, we're going to be talking about uh, the webcomic GF Games, Uh, we're going to be talking about MagFest, and then uh, of course the news, which, perfect segue into Gavin. Gavin, let's uh, let's
2: talk news, bud. Yes, perfect segue into me. Absolutely. All right, kiddies, let's go through the news this week. Um, Let's start with the UK, the um, United Kingdom, the English market. Um, and game sales in that area have just exceeded that of films. Another big um, milestone for the industry, and it seems to be yet another um, economy that's done so. After, of course, the UK, uh, the U.S. and several other European economies. So, yay for us! Yeah. What do you guys think?
0: Um, I, I think it's you know, again, it's natural progression. Uh, you know, gaming seems to be coming more and more. Uh, the, the norm less and less, you know, the, the thing that used to be what made us geeks when we were little kids. Um, and, and I think that's becoming apparent by not only stuff like this, but the fact that I guess MTV is even coming out now with like a gamer show and everything like that. Um, so yeah, I guess, uh, gaming is becoming the social norm and, and that's great. That means we're gonna be seeing some more cool games, hopefully.
2: That's the hope. Uh, before I, I'm going to rudely interrupt, uh, bef- uh, Phil, before you can speak, I just want to oh, make no. this official here. I'm going to give us the numbers. Uh, roughly, we have 2.79 um, billion that's produced in the states, and the UK has just announced that it spends 1.73 billion in pounds, which roughly equals about three mil uh, three billion in American dollars um, in the games industry. Uh, by comparison, they spend about 200 million pounds. And um, in the box office, which equals roughly about three hundred twenty-two million, so there's a big difference here. Yeah. Excuse me. That was disc sales for movies. So uh, three hundred twenty-two million for disc sales for movies. Rock on.
0: Yeah. Go ahead, Phil.
1: Uh,
2: I'm, I guess my my only thoughts
1: is uh, at first I thought this was just box office numbers, not including like DVD sales. But the the only thing I can say is that games are a more expensive medium. So. Yeah. You know, you sell less Less games, you're still gonna make You know, more money, I guess, on that Am I making sense? I don't know. No, no.
0: You're you're basically saying like they have a lower overhead than most movies for the most part, but have a higher price tag. So yeah, they're going to be making more. Right.
1: Like you go and District Nine comes out on DVD. You buy it for fifteen bucks, and then Call of Duty comes out, and you go buy that for sixty bucks, and that's you know a couple District Nines worth. (laughs) Yeah. Look at it that way. So makes sense to me. But no, it's still good numbers. It's still great to to know that. Games are obviously here to stay, and the people that grew up with games are still playing them, not leaving them. And now their children are playing them, and we're just seeing the effects of that.
0: So. Yeah, my only fear with this kind of thing, though, and uh, and it's it's starting to come across in uh, actually in a web comic that I saw of all things uh, about how like it's becoming more and more commercially successful that now they're like that being a geek is now quote unquote sexy, and that it's uh, it's basically they're just. Uh, It's the fastest way for them to make sales is by saying that it's geeky and saying that it's, you know, you know, that kind of thing. And and, uh, it's it's like, I don't know, making it print money, so to speak. Why doesn't it work for us?
1: (laughs) Yeah, right. (laughs) (laughs) And and if you think about it, the geeks are also fueling the box office because what are the big movies, you know, like Transformers, Iron Man, all the summer blockbusters are geek movies. And yeah, that's who's going to the movies. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Geeks are fueling everything. (laughs) it's because we have jobs
2: yeah well geek geek jobs do tend to be um more lucrative and less recession prone so walk on this has definitely been the decade of the nerd as it were ever since the internet boom oh but again i'm I'm gonna bring some official numbers into this um one billion pounds are spent at the box office in britain which is about 1.61 billion in american dollars just giving you a little bit of a Financial moves there, and um, just to segue at Phil's comment. It's kind of ironic that when people buy the um, District Nine Blu-ray, they get a demo for God of War Three. So even movies are kind of pushing yeah. people to games these days, which is awesome. Yeah, yeah,
1: and I enjoyed that demo, so I thank them for putting it on there. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I think you pretty much. Sorry, I'm going to E3. I had
2: to wait. I've, I've, I've just been, um, milking that, the fact that I went for ever since I've been there. It's great. It's fantastic.
1: Yeah. I went in 2006 and I still milk it. Or no, 2005. Well I'm <laughs> long sir, time. You are,
2: you are a better milk, milker than I, I. I concede to you. But I think we've milked this point uh, long enough. Let's move on in the news. We're going to move on to Entropia Online. Uh, we have a new record set for the largest amount of money spent on a virtual item ever. That amount is 300000 real American dollars. The real person's real name is Buzz Eric Lightyear. And, <laughs> yes. <laughs> and the item in question is the Crystal Palace Space Station. And that just appears to be a vast... Um, Oh, so he does it? Him.
1: Does he real? Is this real? Can he fly to this place for three hundred thousand dollars?
2: <laughs> there is no, there is not an actual space station. But he, um, the probably the silver lining in this story, if you want to call it that, is that Buzz Lightyear, again, I can't believe I'm saying, yeah. that, still <laughs> thinks that he could get his money back. And the real surprising thing is that he probably can. Entropia Online has had several major uh, investments, one pre- previously being over a hundred thousand dollars, and they have made their money back through virtual sales. Oh yeah, you, hundred-
0: mean, you mean you don't mean like he's going to return the the palace and get his three hundred grand back? You're saying he's like he's going back. to earn his three hundred grand back?
2: Right. I see. I see. This is a um, location that other people in the game can visit. They could. Um, he's probably going to put up some attractions. I mean, this is basically a virtual <laughs> park that he has now. Yeah. It's a wow. very large place. And it's just—it's just another harbinger of the fact that you can never underestimate the power of Europeans with disposable income. <laughs> <laughs> I, oh, and one more thing, just to just to hammer home the fact that virtual economies are now official, the Swedish government recognizes the game as a legitimate bank and wow. actually does business with. It. Love that! I love that. And sweet, too. So no <laughs> Well, I don't, I don't,
0: I don't know about you, Phil, but every once in a while, I, you know, my, my nine to five. I'm actually a, a graphic designer um, as well, and uh, there's times when I think to myself, if we ever lost the power in the U.S. like permanently, everything that I've done for the past seven years doesn't exist. Like there's some <laughs> there's some print projects, of course, but everything that I've done doesn't
1: exist. So I don't see that as much different than what this guy's paid for. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I guess that's true, and it's a, a way of looking at it. Yeah. Everything I do is on the computer, so, yeah. But it's a mind-blowing number, man. Yeah. How did, how did he even... What, what did Buzz Lightyear do? Earn, you know, how does he have that money laying around? Man? But,
2: oh, that's obvious. He has name rights from Toy Story. Yeah. Wow, that's
1: true. <laughs> Anytime Buzz just, Lightyear is you know, makes Mesa, you know, a couple dollars. Yeah, true.
2: Pixar has Pixar has major bank. You, you know, you just subsidize a bit of that for yourself. But rock on, man. Best to you, and if you can make it... Stop by Elder Geek for an interview. We have uh, we have some questions for you. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> yeah.
1: Can, can we have some of whatever you're having? Yeah. At what point did you lose your insanity that you're, <laughs> <laughs> that you're spending? Get, feed some children with that money. <laughs>
2: yeah, buy a house, a
0: real
1: house, not some crystal online
0: palace. Yeah.
2: <laughs> or better yet, buy a real crystal palace. Yeah. $300,000 won't buy a lot of crystals. A small crystal palace. It'd be a, it would be a palace with just like a little crystal somewhere. Yeah. But anyway, we're going to move on before we get too weird. Um, (laughs) Speaking of virtual economies, digital distribution has always been lucrative for the past uh, couple years now. But it's um, said to be worth $10 billion by the year 2015. This comes from financial analyst group DFC Intelligence. And since they have intelligence in their name, I assume we're meant to be that they're all official and such. But yes, $10 billion in digital distribution alone by 2015. I don't doubt it. I don't know about you guys,
0: but if if I have the option to buy the game online and and not have to get off my butt, yeah, I'm doing that.
1: Really?
0: <laughs> yeah. Oh wow. Yeah. Actually, you want to hear how lazy I am? This is how lazy I am, Phil. <laughs> awesome. well, all right, let's hear it. <laughs> I honestly, honestly, I um over the past, uh, I don't know if you do a lot of PC gaming, but uh, over the, over the holiday, Steam has been running like ridiculous sales. Yeah. Um,
1: yeah good stuff.
0: Really good stuff. And I saw, like, Crisis and Crisis Warhead together. I think we're like, I don't know, eight bucks or something like that. Mm-hmm. And I looked over at my shelf, which is literally three feet away, and I thought, I don't feel like digging out those uh, those CD keys.
1: <laughs>
0: <laughs> I'm downloading this. Uh, yeah, I did. So I paid, like, the eight bucks or whatever it was to buy two brand new copies of Crisis and Crisis Warhead. They're awesome games, but I I, I don't know. I, I can't help but think that, uh, you know, wherever I go, Steam will always be, but those discs, you know, necessarily will not be.
1: That's true. But will Steam really always be? Will it always be?
0: Dude, if Valve has
1: their way, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Valve has their way, it'll take over everything. But, <laughs> <laughs> but uh, I guess I'm, I'm just a collector at heart, and I like to have, like, the physical thing. So I guess that's my thing.
0: Are you a collector? I... Do you collect, like, old NES games and stuff? Oh, yeah i'm ridiculous (laughs) awesome
1: that's awesome see that's
0: different though that's different like having a pc game is not is is one thing but like having the old actual classic controllers in your hand is totally different than like emulating it on your Wii.
1: right yeah that's true i mean i i've been buying i just got a genesis this year i'm like you know 20 years late and (laughs) i can buy all these games on the virtual console but i just rather own them i'd rather buy them and you know, say, hey, I just got Dynamite Heady the other day at MagFest. <laughs> That's awesome. <laughs> so, yeah, I'd rather own it. That's just me, I guess.
2: So. I'm, I'm actually right with Bill. Speaking of the Steam sale, and yes, that was a massive sale. I got a ton of games for it, but um, I specifically looked at The Witcher Enhanced Edition Director's Cut. Yeah. Um, and that was 14 bucks. That game usually retails for around $40. That is yeah. an immense deal, and yeah. I'm looking at it, and I realize how many discs there are, and I... And like the collector inside me, because I grew up with the um the specific insanity of thinking baseball cards had value. So when I moved on to games, it just got worse. <laughs> <And> I, <laughs> I found myself actually waiting instead of getting that deal to wow. actually find it and get it on disc for that for that reason. Wow! And I don't Shit. and I don't own the game either. So wow,
1: uh, that's but, a yeah, that's usually when something that is that cheap, I'll, I'll go for it, but chances are, like, three months, you probably will be able to find that set for the same price, you know? Yeah. Yeah. Probably. It's good that you had patience. Patience is
2: virtue. <laughs> 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 and I'm not very virtuous, usually. <laughs> <laughs> Alright, so I think $10 billion is actually kind of a conservative estimate for 2015, but we'll see. DFC Intelligence, we're, we're paying attention. We're going to move on, though. Um, let's, keep it, let's keep in the internet vein here we've done so so far um, this has actually been a pretty big hit on our site recently, we have a study out that says uh, female MMO players are more hardcore than male players, and that's actually a study not of World of Warcraft, but EverQuest 2, published <laughs> by the Journal of Communication um, and that's, and what they mean by hardcore is just more dedicated, put in more hours um, and the like so were you two as surprised as I was?
1: No, I'm surprised EverQuest request two exists <laughs> <laughs> <Hold> on, <sir. laughs> i they probably don't know how to install Wow, well, I guess <laughs> I'm sorry, I don't mean to answer <laughs> um, yeah, so that shocks me I guess i don't <laughs> yeah, they request two things though
0: <laughs> i I'm not shocked um. I, I know people that play you know both WoW and, and actually EQ too but uh, yeah I could see that female gamers would be the more hardcore than the than the guys because you know female gamers have um, God I'm probably gonna sound like a prick when I say this um, <laughs> I'm trying not to sound like a sexist asshole um, there's there's something in them that they want to have everybody kind of get together they like to organize and and have um, I don't know a unity kind of feeling I, I'm, what I'm trying to say is like the maternal instincts kind of kick in. You socialize, know,
1: socialize, take care of things. Yeah,
0: yeah. Bend oh, virtual
1: cool. cakes. <laughs>
2: I'll stop. <laughs> See, I,
1: I made I, I made you look good now. See
2: Thank you for that, Phil. <laughs> Everyone, Phil from Chamusal, his, his last appearance on Alder's Peak and probably any other podcast for quite some time. Thank you. I'm only
1: joking. It's all okay.
2: right. <laughs> oh, female gamers.
1: <laughs> no, but you might have a point. I mean, they they do like to socialize and. I, I, maybe that aspect is what keeps them there and keeps them coming back and it seems to me that dudes online just like cursing at each other all day yeah that's what so. I do get
0: yeah. out of my fucking way quit taking my spawn
1: <laughs> yeah so I guess, I, I,
2: I guess it makes sense I can see that Yeah. <laughs> rock Sorry. on I think we're going to move on though uh, <laughs> Sorry, before I we have the opportunity to be any more sexist than we already are <laughs> coming up be- next yeah. week is
0: Little Miss Gamer <laughs>
1: I met her. She was very nice. I'm sorry if you're listening, Miss Dean. <laughs> she really is going to be on the show next week. I swear oh, to God. Oh, I'm, I'm very sorry, Z. <laughs> she's really cool. <laughs> she, she probably really hates my guts. I, I, when, I, uh, when I met her, real quick, aside... Uh, you know, I tried to be polite, and I was like, hi, you're Lindsay, right? And she's like, no, it's Z. I'm like, ah, oh, I already screwed up. So she already hates me because of that, I think.
0: <laughs> oh, you know what, though? I totally... <laughs> I knew it was Little Miss Gamer, and I walked up to her and I said, hey, you're a little girl gamer, right? And she goes, <laughs> she goes, Little Miss Gamer, but it's the same thing. And I just said, no, no, it's not. <laughs> I said... <laughs> I was like, she wants to be on our podcast. And she wants to be on our podcast. Despite the fact that, like, my foot was so far in my mouth, I could taste my ankles, uh, she's still going to be on the show, hopefully. <laughs> hopefully. I say this now. Hopefully.
2: Well, that's so- going to be an event for people to look forward to. <laughs> yeah, I'll be listening. <laughs> I think I'll sit that one out. But, <laughs> okay. <laughs> I'm going to move. Uh, I think we seriously need to move on now. Um, let's move on to. Piracy. Piracy's fun. <laughs> Piracy's always fun. I had a fun time writing this. I got to use a lot of my pirate, piratey words. Like a, blender,
0: lot of j- a lot like, of yar like, jokes.
2: Yes, yar. <laughs> um, the most pirated game of 2009 is our specific topic of today, and that game is, drum roll, irrelevant, um, drum roll not needed, Call of Duty Modern Warfare 2. Surprise, surprise, freaking surprise. <laughs> um, according to Torrent Freak, a uh, torrent file tracker of course, the uh, Blockbuster shooter was plundered he, 4.1 million times on the PC, wow. 970,000 times on the 360. I'm not surprised
0: it wasn't more than that on the 360. 360s become like the new pirate haven, baby.
2: Yeah. Well, until Microsoft permabanned a million users.
0: Nah, eh, they'll, they'll find a way around it.
2: <laughs> yeah, that's why they um, sold all
1: those Xboxes this Christmas. Yeah, yeah.
0: <laughs> that's why they saw all those quote unquote refurbished Xboxes for sale. Yeah. <laughs>
2: Well, um, and that's in comparison to last year's most downloaded game, Spore, 1.7 million times. So we've gone up in the world quite a bit here. And um, actually, the Wii had a bit of piracy on it this year. Surprise. Um, New Super Mario Brothers Wii was its most with 1.15 million downloads. Punch-Out got 950,000 downloads. And Wii Sports Resort's 920,000 downloads. How do you pirate stuff for the Wii? How do you pirate Wii Sports Resort? Because
1: you're not <laughs> flying it. Unless you, have the, uh, unless you went out and just bought the Motion Plus.
0: Yeah, what the hell?
2: Creativity? <laughs> I have no idea. I guess they all bought Tiger Woods. Oh, no. Too much uh, rum? Too much rum for these pirates? I don't know, they lost their head? <laughs> oh. But, I'm sorry, I, I, I had a <laughs> joke after I wrote the article. There's only so many times you can use a pirate reference. No, no, pirates are always funny.
0: Um, honestly, I, and I am not a pirate, but I, just because of that, just because of the gigantic price tag on Modern Warfare Two and the short uh, single player campaign of that, I, it has crossed my mind many a times to pirate that game, especially since it didn't go on sale on Steam this over the past couple of weeks. Didn't have to. I know. I, I kept looking at it. It was still a number one on their sales spot, and I'm like, stop it, people! I want to buy this for a deal.
1: No deal. And then next year they'll uh, release the a game of the year edition and it'll still be expensive yeah, yeah. <laughs> sad yeah. so i'm gonna steal it
0: <laughs> <laughs> thank
2: you for letting us know randy <laughs>
0: <laughs> no if you, if you actually knew me you know i'd be like totally deathly afraid of stealing it i'd be like my computer's got some viruses on
2: it now <laughs> terrible all right let's move on i i think we should um you keep embarrassing yourself if we keep on one topic too yeah, long. Yeah. Um, let's move on to Dragon Age, everyone's favorite game from Bioware this year, mm. and our game of the year at com. And it more content is coming out for Dragon Age. You haven't even finished the Return to Ostagar yet, since it hasn't been released, but you haven't even finished the original DLC that they've probably released, and they have announced a full expansion pack. I don't know how they have time to do all this, but Awakening, which we previously reported from uh, the Eurogamer website in Czechoslovakia, um, has been official, officially announced by Bioware. It is going to be 15 hours of content, and it's going to retail for $40 for the PC, PlayStation 3, and Xbox 360. So that's in addition to our um, Stone Prisoner, Warden's Keep DLC, our Return to um, Ostagar DLC. Bioware just hasn't stopped, I don't think. I don't think they will stop. I'm happy to see this uh, continued support. Uh, what do you guys think?
0: I think that's the most expensive DLC I've ever heard.
2: Yeah. That's
1: what I'm thinking for an expansion. That's a lot of moolah.
0: Yeah. Why don't they just make it an official sequel? You know? <laughs>
2: right. And package it. Well, they well Valve did it and no one was happy with that. So I have Bioware's <laughs> probably doing that. <laughs> yeah. Or Origins. Dragon Age continued Origins. I don't know whether they would call it.
0: Don't know. I I mean I might get it to be honest with you because um you know, for $40, bucks, you are still getting 15 hours of gameplay? That's 15%. not bad. I mean, because uh, there's some games where you're paying 50 60 bucks for the full price tag and you're lucky if you get 8 hours of gameplay out of them. Right, that's and, true.
2: Yeah, let's run over the features here, just so I'm not completely cutting off Bioware. We got a new character, probably with a new origin story. We got a new region, known as Emeranthine, which I believe is also an Inya album. Huh. Uh, five new possible party members, new enemies, including new types of dark spawn, a spectral dragon, and inferno golems. And of course, many quests and probably more opportunities to have sex.
0: Yeah, does it you know come with the walkthrough to let me bang the redhead? Finally, <laughs> I had it. I had it like a hundred percent approval from the get go, and she still didn't give me the time of day. She's an ice princess. The bard? <laughs> yeah, the bard.
2: Always go for the for the black haired chick. Man. You know, always, yeah, always go for, for what the go. hell? What you doing, man? <laughs> go you get this. a song from the bard. Whoop de doo
1: Huh, that's sad. I thought the bard would do you, too. I never played this game. <laughs> she sang. She really? Sang.
2: I, she I sung think... before it. It was kind of cute, but it's like, yeah, okay, you can sing, but there's a. All... Okay, I'm not going to finish that sentence. I just realized what I was going to say. Probably not a good idea. But yes, I've actually done both of them. Ha. Huh. I'm awesome. Wow. But $40 PC, PS3, Xbox 360, Dragon Age, The Awakening. Any other thoughts on this? We good on it? Oh, it's March 16th. So if you got the extra 40 and you want more Dragon Age, because Bioware doesn't think you can get enough, pick it up on March 16th. And our last news item for the day, a bit of sadness for Wii owners, but a bit of a lack of surprise for everyone else. Sega has mentioned that they're likely to abandon the mature Wii game segment of production. This is after the bad sales of Dead Space Extraction. This is after um, multiple games from the system, Mad World, House of the Dead Overkill, that have gotten good critical reviews, but very lackluster sales. So pretty much nothing more from Sega in terms of actual hardcore titles, or excuse me, mature titles. What do you guys think?
1: Uh, I actually have a, a lot to say about this that's okay
2: <laughs> yeah go for it I have a lot to say about it too yeah. Fire away sir
1: okay uh, I think the first issue here is blaming dead space extraction I think it's a, a pretty terrible and a poor excuse because no one bought dead space on ps3 and Xbox when that came out so why were they expecting uh, a shoot like a, a spin-off game that's a light gun on rails thing and why would they expect that to outperform the original dead space you know that's a good so that's question. the first. That's the first thing. So Dead Space to me is not even a factor. It's like uh, I don't want to say it was sent to die. I hate saying that, but you know, it, it's it was not going to be a hit. Uh, so then you look at Conduit, Mad World, and House of the Dead. I guess Conduit is the only one that really truly had a chance of becoming um, a hit. I think if it was like a genuinely good game, uh, people more people would have bought it. I didn't buy it. I was not interested in it. Uh, I bought Mad World and House of the Dead. Uh, Mad World's a niche game. Uh, House of the Dead is, too. Mad World I showed to a, a lot of people, a lot of my friends, and, you know, no one gave a crap about it. You know, they see the black and white. I let my nephew borrow it, and he just saw that this game's in black and white. He's like, uh, I don't like it. And I go, well, why don't you try it? And he never went, He never played it. So that was kind of, uh, you know, a lot of people just passed over that one because of what it looked like. And then House of the Dead... It's House of the Dead, you know? It's a a (laughs) three-hour game. You you shoot a couple zombies. Everybody knows what it is. And, you know, they charge you 50 bucks for it, which uh, I think is a ripoff because you look at the game and the production values aren't there. You know, people might think it's, you know, got like a funny story. But, you know, you're looking at the cutscenes got like real poor animation. And, you know, you could tell it wasn't an expensive game, but it was fun. And I'm sure they made their money back on that thing. and, And then some. So... I don't know it's kind of a cop-out and i don't know what they expected
0: <laughs> i man i couldn't agree with you more seriously and, and you're you hit the nail right on the head with house of the dead too because you know full price for a game like that when uh we've been going to the arcade and playing it with the when it's more fun when you can go to the arcade and pick up that fake little shotgun and fire that at the screen you know that whole novelty is worn out but um i guess that my point is you can have as much fun with de- with um um with that game, House of the Dead, if you just went to the arcade and spent two bucks, as right. opposed to bringing it home for fifty, um, I don't know. Um, I, I, I'm really saddened by this because because the Wii has such a huge install base, because so many people own Wiis, and because so many of these Wii owners are supposedly adults, um, it's kind of sad to see that mature games aren't um, succeeding on on this supposedly you know adult adopted console. So. I don't know if that, I guess it does mean that, that adults don't want adult-centric games, but that's kind of sad because, you know, most of what ElderGeek.com really wants are games that kind of have grown up with us, you know, that aren't necessarily adult in the sense because it's got nudity and crap like that in it, but, we, you know, we would like our movies and games and stuff to mature with us as we get older, you know. Our tastes change, and so we would like our games to change as well, And and this is kind of a i'm seeing this as kind of a minor roadblock for for that happening at least on the wii um of course we're not seeing anything like that on the ps3 and 360 so i guess i'm not overly worried
1: right i think another thing with there is an adult audience on wii and you know they're not interested in this game there's there's two different types of adult uh gamers and obviously there's i guess hardcore and casual so i i hate using those terms or whatever but the guys that are really in the games and playing first person shooters they are playing 360 and they're playing ps3 and pc so there's a whole other group of people that grew up with games but maybe in high school and college they fell out of it and what they see is new super mario brothers you know and they think, oh, you know, I love the new Super Mario Brothers, and this is the game I'm going to spend my $50 on. And they do, and they enjoy it, and then they move on. So, you know, they're more interested in, I guess, kind of the stuff they grew up with. You know, they didn't grow with games like maybe you and me did. Yeah. So they're interested in a different experience. They're more they're interested in, like, the,
0: the safe kind of experience. Yeah. Yeah. Uh-huh. yeah.
1: yeah. yeah. Huh. And I know you guys, uh, you guys don't seem to be fans of New S and B Wii, but uh, it, it's pretty incredible.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I, I don't. I, everybody thinks that we hate that game. Um, on the <laughs> on the review, I said in my review, there is nothing wrong with the game. It just hasn't changed anything. It hasn't changed anything at all. Yeah, and there's it's been. Need to, you know. <laughs> I, well, that's I what I'm think saying for the 50 bucks, I think I think anybody would be better off if they wanted to live, you know, that nostalgic Mario experience, I think they'd be better off taking their 50 bucks and going buy Super Mario World, Mario 3, Mario 2, uh, the lost levels. I I think that'd be a way more fun way to spend your 50 bucks for a Mario experience.
2: Even Super sure, Mario Galaxy sure. did something different.
1: Yeah. Sure, I see that point, but people also see the new gloss, you know, the Yeah. They want the new one, and they already played the old one, so they're ready for what's next. So yeah, yeah, yeah. That's about right. That's about right.
2: It it worked on me. (laughs) (laughs) Awesome. (laughs) Fantastic. Okay, guys, I think we're gonna wrap it up there. I had some thoughts on it, but I just don't think I can formulate after all that. So I think we're just gonna cut (laughs) out the news here. Um, We're gonna take a little bit of break. Yes, Randy. Break. Yep. Yeah. Let's take it real quick. Break time, and we will be back with our Topic of the Week, including WebComics, MagFest, and Schmoozle. So, see you guys in a bit. Hey, Elder Geeks!
0: Got an idea for the site? Or do you have a topic that you'd like for us to talk about on Elderspeak? Be sure to drop us a suggestion on either the forums, or by sending an email to info at elder-geek.com. All right, everybody. Hey, welcome back from the break. Um, again, it's, uh, Randy, your host. I've got Gavin with me and, uh, Phil Summers here from com. And, um, Phil, I'm just gonna, I'm just gonna go right into it. I'm gonna, I'm gonna, um, uh, <laughs> just gonna start firing out the questions. What'd you think of MagFest?
1: Uh, it was interesting. I've never been there before. Were you, were you there before? I forget what you said. You no, said I've, no right? I've never been there before.
0: And, and what's terrible, and, and I hope this doesn't get out, despite the fact that I'm announcing this on the podcast, um, <laughs> <laughs> that hotel that that was at, uh, we can see from our apartment. <laughs> oh, wow.
1: Yeah. Wow.
0: Yeah. So,
1: so you've seen MagFest from afar all these years.
0: <laughs> I, I really did not know it existed. I've literally been living down in the D.C. area for about ten years now, and I have not heard of it until this year. And I've been wow. a huge gamer my entire life, and I've really never heard of it. I'm not saying that this is a failure on MagFest's behalf. I'm just saying, like, this is the uh, this is the worst-kept secret that I've been out of, I suppose. <laughs> But anyway, what would you think? You you liked it?
1: Yeah, I mean, I had a table there, so I had a bit of a different perspective on it. Like, if I was a person that was there just for fun, I mean, it seemed like there was a lot to do. There's some cool panels to go to. Like, I, I kind of wanted to go to, like, the Anchor Game Nerd one, because I enjoy him, and I had to stay at my table. So, yeah. <laughs> you know, I had a bit of a different take on it. But as as far as being a guest there, it was pretty cool, and the people that ran it were great. They were really uh, a, a nice help. They would come over once in a while, make sure everything was going well, and you know I met a lot of cool people. Man, Randy, I met you, and <laughs> hey, um, it, you know, it was it, it was definitely an interesting experience, and if you're a gamer, I mean, there's tons, tons of uh, games to buy, games to play, tons of free arcade games. Uh, I went there, I was playing games until one in the morning with strangers this guy almost threw up on me when we were playing killer instinct (laughs) (laughs) which was kind of (laughs) crazy but i mean that shows everybody was having a great time so that's what what did you think i i
0: really liked it but um i didn't get the see i didn't get the same experience as you um i i'm a local and so um when i got you know when i got my fill it wasn't like um you know, you traveled to go to Magfest. So when you got tired, you probably went back to your hotel room, which was in the in the same place. And when you got bored, you probably left your hotel room and hung out with people, and probably just went back down to the game room. Or, or you know, in that part of Alexandria, there's not a lot to do per se, um, or at least not that you visibly could see. But uh, I think that, that was the difference. Like, you lived at MAGFest for the four right. days, whereas I lived at home and then just kind of visited MAGFest. There was really no reason for me, once I got tired and came back home, there was really no reason for me to kind of keep going back and worry about parking and all that other kind of right. stuff all over again. So, from what I was there, I loved it. I really mm-hmm. loved it. I got to see all kinds of arcade machines that I've never even seen before, like that that huge one, like the uh, the Japanese drumming game. Yeah, yeah, that was awesome. I've never. Yeah. You get to see all kinds of cool stuff like that because people are volunteering and they're bringing it in, and uh, at the same time, you know, getting to meet some really nice people. I finally got to uh, <clears throat> I finally got to uh, shake Craig's hand from Screw Attack. Uh, he was yeah. actually on a show before and. And you know it was it was nice to you know finally meet him in person and you know again got to meet uh, Z from uh, from PBC Productions. I actually didn't meet the other guys. I kind of wanted to wanted to say hello to them though. Um, but it was it was really neat. Got to meet people like you. Um, mm-hmm. And then at the same time, there was a lot of people, a lot of artists there that that showed off some uh, some pretty cool skills there. You know. Yeah. So I really enjoyed it. And uh, and next year I'm probably going to be doing what you're doing right now is getting a booth to kind of live the experience and right. not
1: yeah <laughs> yeah. You know get the word out on your on your stuff you know yeah yeah
0: absolutely so all right let's let's get the word out on your stuff talk to us about uh about schmoozel let's let's uh let's hear origin stories here
1: the oh, origin stories all right so schmoozel if you really want to go back man i can t- i can take it back <laughs> um Schmuzel, it's it really it for people that don't know what it means it's, it's kind of like uh it means a, a whole messy situation you know a lot of stuff and when I was in high school, I just created this little website, just on uh, like a free account. And I called it the Grand Schmoozel, and I just had all sorts of crazy bullcrap on there. Uh, it was so I always so like Yeah. So it's yeah exactly. So uh, you know, I went to college, and I kind of always liked the idea of schmoozle And then I went to school for animation, and I, I graduated, and ended up not doing any real animation, in my professional life i was doing more design work web design graphic design and i wanted to learn flash and i wanted to animate so uh, i went to my brother he also animates but he he actually works up in new york and does it professionally and i said why don't we just do like a web series i think we could you know have some fun and maybe we can get some fans and something could happen with it so five years ago we just started making these shorts and you know they went pretty well and We just tried to get them out when we could and then about two years ago uh we have a a couple of established characters we have uh, this one character gray another one jocko the rabbit and we decided you know why don't we put them in like video game type situations because i basically only know about video games so (laughs) (laughs) maybe i could you know come up with some decent material and and we could have some you know we could have fun with these and targeted at that group and You know, tell some somewhat interesting stories, and the idea was to put it in a a video game store. You know, I worked in KB Toys uh, when they existed. Uh, I worked there all during high school and college, so I have tons of retail stories that you know we could just kind of translate and put into these shorts. So that's kind of what we did, and it's it's been interesting. (laughs) (laughs) You know, uh, you know, I have a lot of people that help us. Uh, one of the writers, uh, my buddy Steve, he does a great job, helps us come up with the ideas. Um, my uh, brother Jim, he's a graphic designer. I have two brothers, uh, and he helps with some of the graphic work on the site. And my brother-in-law Joe has his own studio, and that's where we record all of our audio. And it's real—I mean, it really is professional sounding, I think. And absolutely, yeah. Thank you. And you know, our goal is just to make like, funny game-related shorts. I guess I never even explained the short. Well, I, GF Games is, like I said, it's just about this guy that works in a store and kind of about game culture. And, wow, I totally just lost my choice. Well, wait, what's,
0: by the way, what does GF Games stand for? Like, uh, G, <laughs> go fuck yourself games? Wait, is fuck yourself good, one word
1: good, yet? Good effing, <laughs> effing games.
0: Good effing games! Oh, cool. There you go. <laughs> uh, I, I was wondering, like, if it was GF because it was like something lewd in there that you know there was like a secret hidden joke in there somewhere. No,
1: no, no nothing secret. You know, it, that's just the name of the store it's right. at, and, you know, the name of the the series. So, yeah, it's been it's. It's it's pretty fun getting these things out. Unfortunately, they take a lot of time and we can't get them out as much as we want. Like I said, we've been working on GF games for two years. And we have five episodes. So. Yeah, it was that was actually going to be my next
0: question? Like, I mean these these do they? I mean these aren't like just your everyday like you know here's talking character one, talking character two, you know flash animations. These are really complicated you know uh, pieces of work. How how long does it take from um i I would say, like uh the planning stages all the way to when when you actually finally push the upload button how how much time do you think passes for each episode
1: uh I mean on each one it depends uh like for example, uh the episode of the tragedy it's the black and white one that was my favorite one. Oh, I'm, glad, I'm glad <laughs> you like that I at the time was in between jobs, so I had you know obviously time and I cranked that thing out in a week. I actually created it like live online I had like a uh, I was on Ustream, and I had, like, a feed on my screen. And every time I worked on it, people could come in and, you know, see what I was up to. And that was pretty interesting. And like I said, that was just a week of pretty straight work, you know, like maybe 10 hours a day. Uh, for our last one, How to Hook Up an NES, yeah, uh, that was a bit of an epic. <laughs> uh, we worked on that six months on and off. Wow. Now, I, like, I, when I say on and off, I mean, maybe there was three weeks where we had time to do nothing. Right. You know? Right. So, you know. But I I think that, that one also is
0: probably the one that's, I'm I'm assuming now, is that the one that, that got garnered the, the most attention?
1: Yeah. Yeah. And that was, I had that idea when we first started the series and we knew it was going to be a big one. So we're like, why don't we just push that off? We'll come up with a couple of other ones in the meantime and then we'll, we'll revisit that idea. So we did the four episodes and I said, I think it's time to do this. And, I really wanted it to be like a showcase piece, you know, like something I could show to people I'll be proud of and say, this is the work we do. And, you know, this is what separates us from everything else. And I hopefully that came across in that short. So. No, it did. <laughs> it did. Absolutely. <laughs> Thank, you. Thank you. Yeah. it's. You know, my goal is I want it to look like something I would see on TV. You know, like yeah. you said, I, I don't want it to just be talking heads, looking at each other and just rat, rattling on about nonsense for ten minutes. I'd rather have two really good minutes. You know, makes sense to me, man.
0: Yeah, yeah. No, I, I think I think it works really well. And, and honestly, the um, I think about I can't remember where the hell I actually saw the the first time how to hook up the NES. It actually wasn't on your site. Um, it must have been on a forum board, or it actually, might have been on one of our forum boards here, or something. But oh, cool. yeah, but I, or an email or something. But I did not hear it. You know, I heard about it virally. I didn't hear about it, you know, directly from schmoozle.com. So, I mean, that's that's awesome. Um, what? Uh, how many? How many episodes do you guys have on the uh, on the burner right now?
1: Well, um, <laughs> one. <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, there's always ideas. You right. Know? Right. And right now I have a pretty concrete idea of what we're going to do next, and I'm actually going to meet up with everybody, and we're really going to push forward with that one. And at the same time, I have another project that um, I should be working on with somebody else that will, I think, involve GF Games uh, to a degree, and I'm hoping that'll be something that we could get out more timely. So. Okay so a lot of stuff a lot of stuff is can i there. can i prod you a little bit and find out more about what that is prod, <laughs> prod. um i mean i guess i don't want to say too much because nothing's official yet but okay. uh there's a a website that i'm become friendly with and you know they have a pretty good following and uh we he he plugged uh gf games a couple times and one time he came to me and said you know how would you like to put something together for us and I said, sure, <laughs> just give me some time. I, you know, I had a lot going, I have a lot going on. This was discussed a couple months ago. And, you know, I just wanted to take a break after NES. And then I had to put everything together for MAGFest. And we actually did a, a marathon at the end of the year, an NES marathon. So I made like a promotional video for that. You know, how people stream like, uh, you know, those game marathons. Yep. Yep. We did We did one like that in December. So I had some other little projects to do. So. That's awesome. Thanks. That's awesome.
0: Gavin, you got any questions, bud? Um, You've
2: been very I've... quiet over there. <laughs> yes, I have. I mean, you just moved from point to point to point on my questions. <laughs> Stop. Stop. on my thunder, man. <laughs> Sorry, Gavin. No, I've... no, it's not your fault, Phil. It's, it's Randy. I, I always <laughs> say Randy. It's always his fault. Um, but no, I mean, everything... Um, I guess... No, I everything I want to ask you has been asked by Randy. Curse you all to hell, Randy. <laughs> <laughs>
0: I have my predictions as for for what the site is, by the way, and I'll ask you after the show, so it's not it's not out there or anything like that. But that's very cool. I'm 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 hoping that it works out um, for your, for your future projects. I hope that uh, you know. I hope you get some more time to actually devote for it. Um, yeah, I was I was actually what what really drew us to your to your table first was um, honestly the the quality of your your stuff compared to everybody else's. Um, not to, like, name names or anything, but some of the other sites that were actually there, um, I would say that their products were not as professional-looking as yours because you even had, like, the six-foot pop-up and, uh, and a, you know, and, the, and I think you had a
1: banner in the front, didn't you? Yeah. Yeah, I thought so, yeah. See, that stuff works, man. I'm glad it worked. my, my idea, What I said to my wife was, I want this table to be so yellow that <laughs> you can't miss it from no matter where you're standing. You couldn't. You could not miss it. You could not miss it. That was the goal. So I'm glad it worked. I'm glad.
0: You, I'm glad it attracted your attention. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. No. Absolutely. Absolutely. And Nate. Uh, Nate, the guy who uh, actually designed our site. Um, oh shit. I. He had a question that he wanted me to ask you, and I totally forgot to ask it. Uh, um, do you have it on you, or? <laughs> no, I'm a bad. <laughs> I didn't write it down. I'm a dick. <laughs> man, <that's laughs> sorry. Sorry, <well> done, <laughs> man. I, I think he. God, what the hell was it that he wanted to know? Oh, well, Nate, sorry, bud. I, for, I forgot the question.
2: Sorry, never trust Nate. Randy, dude. First mistake, Nate. Never trust Randy.
0: Uh, yeah, he's offline. I was going to look and see if he was on Steam. Nope, he's gone. Uh, I think he actually was just curious, uh, like, what you actually used to animate it, but you just, I'm assuming you just used Flash for the whole yeah. thing.
1: Mm-hmm. Flash, yeah, Flash. Uh, me and oh, my brother would both have a Cintiq, so we just draw right on the screen and all that stuff.
0: So. Oh, really? All right, all right. We got to talk about the Cintiq. Do you, have the, do you have the larger one or the smaller one?
1: I have the smaller 12WX, yeah, it's like the supposedly portable one, but there's nothing portable
0: about it. Yeah, do you have, do you have that same problem as everybody else, where the further away you move from the center of the screen, the the more off kilter it gets, or are you pretty all right with it?
1: Yeah, it's a, a slight issue. Oh. Yeah, I mean it doesn't bother me that much.
0: I want to get one of those so bad.
1: <laughs> <laughs> they're cool, man. They really are. They're good. It's you know a little pricey, but yeah. If you listen, if you're going to use it all the time for your work, it'll pay for itself yeah yeah you're probably right so
0: what's next for uh you are not the only you're not the only uh person doing doing shorts and stuff on there right well yeah oh (laughs) you are
1: Yeah, schmoozel.com is literally me and my brother animating whenever we can Um, so even
0: the zoinks and stuff that was you as well
1: yeah uh uh-huh that's like something if i just want to get away from gf games or you know making jocko scream Uh, Yeah, I'll do the Zoinks. The Frankensteiner ones, if you saw those, are just absolutely ridiculous, and that's kind of the idea. It's like, all right, I'm going to fart this thing out and (laughs) eat (laughs) it. Honestly,
0: honestly, I looked at these and I was like, yeah, this is totally different art style. Not him. For
1: Zoinks, (laughs) I swear. No, that's awesome. Way to go, dude. Thanks. Yeah, I mean, I wanted them. That was one of the original ideas of the site is I was like, I'm going to be doing three series at the same time, like, thinking I should be able to crank these things out once a week, and, yeah, I was wrong about that. But I like to revisit them sometimes. That's awesome. Uh, The one Frankensteiner one, uh, I actually did that in Mario Paint a year ago. I did that live, too. Uh, I streamed the whole process. I hooked up my Super Nintendo to the computer and all that stuff, and I just wanted to use Mario Paint, like, all these years later with the knowledge that I have now. You know? <laughs> <laughs> and that was just the goal of that. So. <laughs>
0: That's awesome. That's really Thanks. cool. Thanks. Wow. So, um, ah, shoot, I forgot what I was going to ask you.
1: Oh. oh. Well. <laughs> <laughs> right. And, and other things we do for the site, you know, that we have the nerd log. It's just something that, you know, we'll update it with. What's going on with the shorts? Uh, one of my good buddies, John, he usually updates it with movie information. Yeah. Uh, I like writing video game reviews sometimes just because I enjoy playing games and writing about them. So it, it kind of has a good mix of a lot of different things. We have a podcast, Moozle Radio. It's geared very, like, geeky and just ridiculous topics, and we usually get pretty obnoxious on there, but... <laughs> We have, we have a good time. <laughs> <laughs> that's still
0: really very cool. That's still I, really very cool. Now, now what about uh, – um, um, now, you, you work a nine-to-five, just like you know everybody else on, on my site and probably yours as well. Yeah. Um, they have no problems with you with you doing this, or are they like, yeah, that's cool that you're doing that?
1: Yeah, I mean, I think – well, when I interviewed at the place that I'm at now, uh, a lot of schmoozel stuff was part of my portfolio. And I don't think they really realized that was my thing. So uh, towards the end of the interview, my now boss said, "You know, what do you do for fun? Do you have some kind of creative outlet?" (laughs) I said, "Actually, a lot of this stuff I just showed you is what I do for fun, and it's my creative outlet." He's like, "Oh, wow, that's great." So they have no issues with what I do, and as long as I don't do it at work, then. (laughs) (laughs) Right. Right. Actually, I can say this now because I am not at my last job anymore. Um, My last job, I was working on the short Ninja. In my first two months, I did nothing. I, I literally went to work, and I sat there, and it gave me, like, nothing to do. Because the project I was hired for didn't start until a couple months after for some reason. Wow. And I was, like, in this giant room by myself. So I was like, you know what? I'm going to bring Ninja to work with me and just do it. <laughs> 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 and, I, and I did. Uh, yeah, so that – I totally could have got married. <laughs> That's awesome.
0: That's awesome. Well,
1: yeah, well – whatever
0: what else what are you going to do like honestly anything else you could have done in that situation they could have technically quote-unquote fired you over if you were just sitting there looking through the internet they could have fired (laughs) you for it
1: yeah that's true
0: (laughs) (laughs) well that's really cool that's really cool i'm glad i'm glad that everybody's supportive Uh, the wife i'm I'm assuming is is
2: very
1: supportive of all this oh yeah yeah i mean when when i said we were going to go to magfest and i came up with an estimate of how much it was cost to go stay there and everything that i needed to make for it i was like you know christmas is then maybe we shouldn't do this and she said no go go for it this is you know your opportunity to do this and you know you have to take the chance so uh next year might be different because we're expecting
0: (laughs) oh wow congratulations (laughs) man thank, thank you actually
1: just today, we found out
2: we're, we're having twins.
1: <laughs> wow! wow. It's
2: been a, a roller coaster of a day. That <laughs> is... Um, wow! Same gender, or... Uh, <laughs> I forget the term. Same gender, or one boy, one girl?
1: Well, we're not that far along yet, so we don't... Okay. Have, but, uh... Yeah, it was a what bit, do you hope uh, for? Uh, one of each. You know, the whole family in one shot. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and we're done. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. <laughs> <laughs> That is that is fantastic news, man. Congratulations. Thank you. Thank you. Yeah. Wow. That was a long time going. <laughs> wow.
0: Wow, that's that's excellent, man. Now, you know what you need to do, oh, and you know what I'm not even going to say cuz I you ruin I'm, I don't want to ruin my idea for when uh my wife and I are getting ready to have kids. But that no, is yeah, Don't ruin it. <laughs> <laughs> um so so what's uh, you know, not to not to sound uh, girlish or anything, but when it, when is your wife expecting, when do you become a father?
1: uh the end of august so wow really yeah it's it's gonna be a game changer in <laughs> <laughs> fact video games might go away for a little bit i don't know we'll see <laughs> hey you want to keep them out get the kid get the kid hooked as, as soon as possible yeah that's that'll probably happen
0: <laughs> you know what honestly they probably won't go away for you might my, my i'm just saying from uh, not from my personal experience but from the experience of my brother-in-law he um he has two kids uh he has a he actually has a newborn and a and a four year old, so you know, pretty pretty hand you know, pretty big handful on him. Um but uh when uh the when the infant right now needs like, you know, his mom, they go off and, and they're his mom. And you know what he does to entertain the four year old and, and he keeps saying he's like, I'm the luckiest dude in the world. You know what he does to entertain the four year old? He plays Little Big Planet. Wow. She loves watching him play video games. He was like, "This is even better than television." Because, <laughs> because when we were kids, like video games were kind of neat, and and they weren't as fun to watch somebody else play. But now right. they're really, really well animated to the point where some of them are actually better animated than most, you know, children's shows.
2: Yeah, you know, especially if you can, um, if you can control the minute animations like you can in um, Little Big Planet, you can make the, you know, sack boy do a little dance, shake his arms. Yeah, yeah, yeah dress yeah.
0: him up, and yeah.
1: And you could be like, oh, he's waving to you, you know, and wave to the kid.
0: So, yeah. So yeah. I don't, I don't, uh, I mean, of course, if, if gaming requires to take a back seat, then it will. But, uh, I, I think,
1: um, I don't know. I'm not going to say anything. But anyway, well, that's, it, it, it probably won't take backseat. I just will have to cut back on spending. That's all. Of course. Of course.
0: Well, still, that's really very cool, man. That's excellent. So, um, um, Crap! That's all I was gonna. That's all I was really gonna ask about. Yeah, I, I. Honestly, dude, looking through your site, I totally thought you had more than one person working on this. This is this is incredibly impressive that it's all just. Well, I don't want to say all just you because you actually do have, um,
1: you have other people. A small, in your,
0: yeah, yeah. A,
1: a group of people that definitely help out. They do great, great stuff, great work.
0: Yeah, that's that's impressive. You should really be proud of everything that you do. Everybody, go check out schmoozle.com. You've probably seen at least two or three of these these web shorts. Um, you know. Virally, like I have before. That's S-H-A-M-O-O-Z-A-L. Um, probably going to wrap it up here. Uh, is, if that's all right with you guys, is that okay?
1: Sure, yeah.
2: All right. Best, best place to end it I can think of.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Phil, thank you very much for coming on to the show. Uh, you are absolutely welcome to come back anytime you want. Awesome. Um, in fact, if we ever have a, a crazy panel where we want the absolute insanest responses from the most logical <laughs> questions. <laughs> You are on the top of the list. Good, sir.
1: Fantastic. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Thanks, everybody, much for listening. Um, I don't have any pimps uh, for the podcast except for, you know, Happy New Year. Um, and that's it. Uh, episode 35, come on back again next week. Hopefully, we're going to have Z from uh, Little Miss Gamer, not Little Girl Gamer. <laughs> Little Miss Gamer. <laughs> and, and not uh, And not Lindsay. And not Lindsay, <laughs> but Z. Yes. Yes, and hopefully... Sorry, she, sorry,
1: Z. Sorry. Yeah, I
0: hope she didn't hear this and was like, those guys were dicks. Yeah.
1: But <laughs> well, you'll know if you get the email saying, I'm sorry, I got something going on that yeah. night. <laughs> we'll have to reschedule.
0: <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Well, thanks so much, everybody, and uh take care. Yahoo! You're all TOTAL
1: wicked, wicked,
2: MIA wicked,
0: We'll be